0: Welcome to the Find Your Summit podcast. Episode 302, um, formerly known as Your Morning Coffee. I am Brian. And I'm Leah. Um and I just learned that we don't no longer call this podcast Your Morning Coffee.
1: <laughs> I mean, I guess yeah. I no, it's know. okay.
0: It can be it's like the subhead. Yeah. I guess we'll um that can be like, maybe I'll do like a 20 second at the end of every like Brian's morning coffee, hot take.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> you're like, actually, I'm taking your morning coffee for myself.
0: <laughs> I apologize to all the people watching this on um, YouTube because I the only chair I could find is my uh, daughter's wobble stool. So it's like, it's like meant, it's meant to constantly move so you don't get like bored and fall complacent. So like, I'm just like, Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) It's good. Right. It's for kids to like pay attention. So because they have to like focus to stay on the stool. So if at any point I fall off the stool, that's why.
1: Okay. Does that work?
0: Uh, I don't know. We'll see if it works for me. (laughs) We'll see if it works for me in this episode. Uh, It's like, uh, it is approximately like 16 inches tall. Yeah. Um, So I'm, (laughs) I'm like sitting pretty much on the ground but yeah. it's okay uh which you know i mean it's the it is the i was gonna say the year of it's like the third year of
2: yeah having
0: to having to be adaptable right i mean it's like yeah. uh i'm in since we recorded our podcast uh eight days ago our our other episode i've i've been in quarantine the entire time
1: mm-hmm. so
0: uh tis the year of uh yeah. being being adaptable
1: yeah being flexible yeah, it's, it is that, um, yeah, it's important to kind of be like, okay, like, this is kind of what I have to do right now. And I think if any, if there's anything that we've learned in the past few years, is that the importance of flexibility and totally, yeah, being able to kind of, I guess, accommodate like when when things are just shifting and changing, especially if it's out of your control and being like, gotta gotta go
0: (laughs) on. Well, I, so I think there were like, there, you know, there are two types of people Mm -hmm. and people that like, try to go by goals and like, are pretty strict of like, here's what I'm going to accomplish. And, and then there's other people that are more about like, how they want to be, you know, it's like, what do you want to do? Or what do you want to be? And I feel like I've always run summit with more of a how you want to be and I have objectives, but I've always been open to flexibility. And I think that really helped during the pandemic. Cause like, if you were someone who was super type A and was like, we are hitting this goal at this deadline,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, the pandemic blew that all up. And I think that,
2: yeah.
0: you know, the start of the pandemic, so March, 2020, you know, we're almost two years ago, but I think one of the ways we were successful and there's been a lot written about our drive-through, but it was like, yeah. we realized we had to shut down our stores and then three days we launched a drive-through and then, you know, Andrew yeah. who was supposed to be selling franchises you know, when to secure our PPP loans, so we could continue to pay people. And Wes, who was managing the outpost was like, cool, you need to figure out how to run a drive through. So it's like, yeah, I feel like time and time again, uh, being adaptable and flexible is
1: mm-hmm.
0: really, really important. And I'm curious, um, because I feel like in a non pandemic world, yeah. that could come across as like being a little wishy washy and like, you know, being like, what are, what are these people focusing on? What is their strategy? What are What are they trying to do? Yeah. Um, and I feel like there's been a greater appreciation for adaptability in the last two years. But I'm curious if that is like a new way of doing business, or if we think that's going to come back around where they're like, you know, what is someone doing?
1: <laughs> I mean, I think that you know, I think, like, granted, how things are right now, there is like a new appreciation for being able to adapt. Um, because we've seen like there are businesses who, like, you know, weren't able to or
2: yeah,
1: be able to survive, and so because it's also just like the unknown. And I think that's where there's like the appreciation of recognizing the company that's been able to adapt and think outside the box. And it might appear on the outside, like, what are they doing? We don't really understand like the reason, but it's always like, give it a time and you'll see why. And then they go back and be like, Oh, okay. I feel like there's, um, I kind of feel like there's a relationship between adaptability and innovation. Like, like, I feel like when you are adapting, um, you're faced with, of course, like solving a problem because that's probably why you're adapting. Like there's something that has shifted that is out of your control and you have to think of a solution.
0: Right. You get to a roadblock and you're like, okay, I got to go somewhere else.
1: Yeah. And like you said, if you're a type A kind of person and that's uncomfortable for you, I think like, it'll be a bit of a struggle. It'll be of like a growing experience for your company for mm-hmm. um, or for just, you know, yourself as an individual. And I think that's where a lot of the times innovation and like just creative o- opportunities shine because it's yeah. like, you're kind of forced to think outside the
0: box. Well, and especially if you're committed to continuing to move. And yeah. I think, you know, it's interesting that we just talked about like, you reach this point where you have to innovate. And I think
2: yeah. If,
0: uh, the metaphor that just came to my head was like, if you were driving, 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 you're trying to go somewhere and then there's suddenly a traffic jam. Mm-hmm. And like, it's, and the thing in the pandemic is like the traffic jam toward where everyone was trying to go as a business. Yeah. And I think there's people that are like, there are those people that are like, this is the route. This is how I get from North Carolina to Washington, DC. You take highway 85 to 95 and like, and they will inch along at two miles an hour, stop and go yeah. for however long it takes because that is yeah how they get there. Right. And that is like the people that are like not adapting. They're like, and yeah. you know, there probably are instances where that is the best course of action, which is like just stay there. Yeah. And there's some people that like you know, we're like I'm parking on the side of the road and I'll come back when the traffic's done. You know, yeah. it's like it's like <laughs> the people like they like close their business and we're like cool, we'll see you in a year. Um, and then there's the people that are like. Looking around and like they're on ways and they're like like what illegal maneuver can I make to get off of this highway? Like I'd rather drive yeah. fifty miles in a different direction if I you know could at least feel like I'm moving. And yeah. I think that was to wrap up this long metaphor. Like I really do. A I hate sitting in traffic, which probably does not surprise <laughs> you. Like, it, no, it doesn't. It's, it's like it's actually like uh, the most helpless feeling in the world. I think
2: yeah, like I'm weird. in my car
0: and I can't go anywhere and I'm in no way I can change something. I'm like oh my god. Yeah. Um, that and like, uh, having to taxi on a runway in a plane when you're like ready to go somewhere. And then you just, you're like, you were delayed and you were just sitting on a plane and you're like,
2: yeah. <laughs>
0: um, but, but I do think it was like, you know, I, this, um, I wanted to feel like we were still moving Yeah. and I feel that way about summit, like at the start of the pandemic, you know, through every season of the pandemic, it's like, it's really important. I think because for myself and I think for the company, if you're going you're trying to find a shortcut, an alternate way to get where you're going or to go somewhere new,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you are still innovating. You're still thinking you're still trying to figure it out. And I think that is, it's almost yeah. like, it's almost like keeping your brain fresh because yeah. you're like, you're still, you're looking in new directions. You're seeing new things versus like plowing along sort of shuts your brain down. And I think
2: mm-hmm. um,
0: that was one of the things that I'm pretty vehemently opposed to as a business is like, yeah, it's like going stagnant. And so, right. you know, I think, through everything, whether it's a huge, you know, car accident, like a pandemic, or whether it's like just a little bit of, there's a road closure detour. I think it's all about how you approach. You yeah, know, and there's different kinds of people.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think like, for some individuals, you know, they are comfortable with staying in the traffic and just like, yeah. eventually, I will get there. And that's okay. And
0: Right. And they know they're not gonna, they know they're not gonna get lost. They like they know where there's a gas station, like,
1: yeah, they're playing the, you know, they're playing the long game and that's okay. Like, and that's okay too. And I just right. think that it totally depends on, like you said, just like the, the types of people and what you kind of like, what is your motivation? Like, is it, you know, the opportunity to think outside the vo- box? And also like, I feel like when those, we've talked about this like a long time ago on the podcast, but like aha moments. Like, and it's like, you kind of say, I think our conversation was a lot like you've never had one, but Mm -hmm. I do feel like during the pandemic, like if anyone was going to have an aha moment, like that was going to (laughs) be it Yeah, (laughs) because like, you are like totally shifted out of your daily routine. You can't surround yourself with your friends or family and you either have to like stay in the traffic or you have to like veer, you know, one way or another.
0: Yeah. And I th- I think what the pandemic has showed me and really like on a macro scale, but on a micro scale, what this podcast has showed me and having to talk about this stuff is the reliance on innovation and like moving out of this traffic jam. And like that is yeah. whether it's, you know, you can do it as like the way we run our business or whether it's like our, one of our unique differentiators is our ability as a company to yeah. like collectively, you know, I'm going to keep using all these metaphors, but like, you know, there's something about getting the right people on the bus. Yeah. You know, it's like, if you're on a road trip together, so it wasn't just me in the car, it's our whole company. Right. And you need everyone to be on board with leaving the highway. So like, if you had half your leadership team that was like, we're going to stay here and Mm -hmm. this, and then half that were like, I'm dry, I'm going to do a U-turn illegally. And I'm going to like, (laughs) you know, and we'll figure out where we're going. Like then that, that doesn't work. And I think the collective energy of our leadership team and then adding more and more people to this car trip that are like, this is awesome. Like I want to go somewhere. Yeah. Like I think that is what has become clear to me in the last two years. Yeah. And the more that we talk about on podcasts like this is that that is how summit is and pandemic or not, you know, I think that's how we were beforehand and it manifests itself differently. And like, we're trying new things and we,
2: yeah.
0: um, but now it's like, you know, we're just, uh, and, you know, it's the law of inertia, which is, yeah. uh, an object in motion tends to stay in motion and an object of rest tends to stay at rest. And, you know, yeah. it's like, it's, it's like, you know, you just like get to a street corner and you like, you like keep your legs moving. You're like, I'm still walking. I'm still walking.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. And I, um, I think like being, being from someone who wasn't always on the bus, like that right. was one thing that I quite literally like inspired me was the fact like we were always moving we are always trying new things. And And those are like when those moments of like, you know, aha moments, or sometimes it doesn't work out. And that's okay. But it's the fact that there's still some momentum, there is still some moving. And I feel like right now, it's so easy to fall into a little bit of a stagnancy, Mm -hmm. because the world outside is like, kind of feel, you know, I mentioned like the other day, when I visited went out of town, I felt like stuck. I was like, this town feels a little stuck. Yeah. I think it's so easy to fall into that because a lot of people don't really know what to do, like being outside of their comfort zone. And, um, there's also like that underlining fear too, of stepping out, yeah. which is like, which I think is important to recognize totally. too. Um, yeah. And I think there's again, like a level of courage of being like, okay, we're going to attempt this, we're going to totally step outside of our box, there's gonna, there's this new idea, and we're just gonna go for it and see what happens. And it's like, and if it fails, it fails. But there's always a chance that it doesn't.
0: And I actually think the reason we're able to do this, and succeed is because we also have a general confidence and understanding of who we are. Like, I feel like, if you're letting yourself like totally float into the wind of like, do we sell coffee or do we sell shoes? Like, like we still know, like generally what we're doing. And I think that's like, we know who we are. We know we're trying to provide opportunities for good employment and communities to come together. Like none of that's changing. It's how you bring it to life. I'm curious from a storytelling marketing standpoint, how, how this feels, how do you try to, how do you try to market and storytell, you know, a, company that's always on the go and is that is it you know and like compared to I don't know you know other marketing jobs you've had versus company that's pretty stagnant and predictable like what is that like for you
1: I mean I think that it definitely uh, like had me be on my toes a little bit more (laughs) but in a good way like um because this is a company that is always moving like there's always a story to tell like there's no such thing as what are we, what, like, I don't think we've ever had a conversation where it's like, what do we post? It's the fact that there is so much to post right. or is so much going on that it's like, what's one that we like, we feel like, you know, more people should know about. Right. right. <laughs> and then we come up with all these things. And it's like, I feel like it's great from uh, like my perspective. Cause it's, it's like, you know, what is it now that I want to tell? Right. And whereas like if the company is, you know, has been around for like 40 plus years and they've done the same thing for 40 plus years, again, they're going to attract people who appreciate that. They're like, great. right? You know, like I can expect that this apple is going to taste the same, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I also feel like more so now there's like you said, that appreciation for companies that are doing things differently.
0: Well, and it's like and- Blockbuster versus Netflix, almost yeah. like it's like, you know, flexibility. It was like, you know, Netflix, their goal was like, we want to be the people that provide movies to our customers. Yeah. Whereas Blockbuster was like, we sell movies in a shop. Yeah. And it was like, raise right, your you scale Netflix, like, oh, cool. Our customers are moving more and more toward watching things on their computer. Yeah. And computers don't have CD drives anymore. What do we do? Right. You know, and 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 because they again they just kept finding a new way to ultimately get where they were going, which is to serve movies to their customers. Where Blockbuster yeah. was like, why are people coming into our stores anymore?
1: Right. Yeah. And I think like <sighs> You have to be a company that is okay with adapting and being flexible because times are changing, obviously, and they're yeah. just going to continue to change. Yeah. And it's like your customers are also growing up. They're having kids. Their mm-hmm. kids are growing up. And it's like you want to be part of their lives continuously for you know decades ahead. Yeah. And so that's kind of like where you have to think outside the box. But I think that summit in particular is so familiar with who they are and like who we are as well as like who we serve that like, it's not, I, I personally find it like pretty easy because it's like, Oh, like the people that resonate with summit are people that I'm friends with. And I like, like they're part of my life every single day. And I, I think that's kind of what helps us is like, we're so, um, Like we just know our communities really well.
0: Yeah. You know, it's interesting. We posted last night on Instagram, the 10 year challenge that's been (laughs) happening on social media. And, you know, I think one of the things that is a good small microcosm of Mm -hmm. adapting to a new customer, to new trends, to a brand that's evolving. And there are always going to be people that are like, I miss blank. Cause right. those are the people that like nostalgia that had experiences maybe 10 years ago that like, yeah, they are lacking now. And like summit is something that they has been a constant in their life. And so when summit changes, yeah. if you don't recognize, if it like for some reason that doesn't change for the better for you, you mm-hmm. can be like, I miss when. And I think nostalgia is an interesting thing because, um, you know, we talked about on marketing, people love nostalgia posts. And that one last yeah. night is like wildfire. Um, and it was, it was, it was fun to watch those comments and like people have so much nostalgia. And I think almost everybody is like unanimously supportive and appreciative of Mm -hmm. how we've evolved and stay relevant. I mean, it's, it's fascinating to see what Summit looked like 10 years ago and what it is now. And like, that it's the same brand and like, you know, I'm sort of impressed at ourselves for how we've come from where that, what that shop looked like 10 years ago to what it looks like now. Yeah. But there are going to be people that have, you know. Uh that you know just like you have employees who mm-hmm. maybe don't want to change directions like you might have customers that like
2: yeah. you leave
0: behind and that's uh that's part of a hard part for me that I've had to continue to struggle with because I'm like a people pleaser at yeah. the core and right. so like if anybody is like I prefer the orange walls I'm like oh like I can't believe it <laughs> but it's like you know yeah. I'm getting I'm getting better at that but like that is the hard part of scaling a business is like yeah. there are going to be people that choose to stay behind.
1: Yeah. I think you can also apply that just to like life in general. <laughs> That's true. And it's like you grow up, you know, and you have kids or you move or something like you tend to your friendships like shift a bit. And yeah. I don't think like the great thing that you know is that those customers still have like happy memories that they can look back on. I think that's ultimately like what, one of our main goals is making communities like better and happier. And like, if you're not a customer for a lifetime, which obviously we hope that you are, Mm -hmm. but if for some reason you move, there's not a summit near you, whatever, it's not accessible to you anymore. Like we at least want you to be able to look back and be like, wow, I used to meet my high school best friend there every single day. Like, and that's, that I feel like, you know, brings joy to my heart. And then that's when I know I'm like, okay, we accomplished this for this customer. And yeah. And, now yeah and,
0: I, and I don't think that we want to compete against our old self. Like the goal of that post isn't to say, Oh my gosh, look how terrible we were 10 years ago because <laughs> no. right. I mean, that's not, that's not the point. It's like,
2: yeah. you know, it's
0: like looking back at a photo of your haircut 10 years ago and you're like, Oh my God, I can't believe I had that hairstyle. But like, but yeah. to your point, like, there were a lot of good memories made. And like, I think it's, it's about evolution and growing up and moving on. And I think Mm -hmm. that is the key to a company growing is like, not to like be disgusted about where you come from and be like, I gosh, like, I can't believe we ever did this. Or we sold 20 ounce cappuccinos or our walls were orange. It was like, it was like that made sense then. And it worked. Yeah. And we were able to be flexible and adapt to continue to offer something that makes sense and works in 2022 that, you know, maybe wouldn't have made sense in 2020, 2012. Like if we had made that 10 year transformation in 10 minutes, like I'm not sure it would have landed. And so, you know, yeah. I think you can look back and be like, this was awesome. And this is also awesome.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's a, like posting that yesterday. Well, when you sent me the picture, I was like, what? <laughs> I was like that was a
0: little bit before your time.
1: Yeah. Well, I just remember you talking about the orange yeah. walls, but like, I was like, this so dark. It's so dark. Yeah. <laughs> And I just thought it was really cool, though, that I think for, you know, us a, a, a moment when people were scrolling, they kind of recognized, like, wow, they've come a long way. Yeah. And I think that's great. Like, I think that is kind of just what the trend is in general. It's like, right. you see, like, how far you've come and I... I don't know, like, if you do this, but certain stages of your life, like, you know, exactly what was happening based on like a hair, like style, or like, where you, you know, you're wearing, you're like, wow, I was definitely learning about this. And I think like, that's kind of cool how you can go back and look at summit is like, you get to go back and see when we had like the drive-thru and be like, wow, we were learning about this.
0: <laughs> and, and and I will say, and Tyler and I were talking about this last night is because that photo of the orange walls was after we had painted it from green walls. And we were like, and it was like, oh, a, wow. it was like, it was like a puke green. Uh, <laughs> but it was like, I remember though, feeling yeah. like that was such a radical transformation that we made. Yeah. And I think in some ways that is like, Part of the same transition we are making now, which is like, whoa, yeah. look at us evolving. And people loved it then, and you like yeah. keep pushing the boundaries, and people like, and so you get this momentum a little bit. It's like, okay, we can be a company that tries new things and yeah, and gets better and gets better, and so you keep yeah. keep going. I, I, going back to your point about how you market this, and it's like, mm-hmm. I think it's exciting, and there's never a dearth of content, but it is <laughs> almost like your job to figure out how to make sense of it all.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: We've talked about like, we understand it, but like, you have to present it publicly to the world as like, this makes sense. And like, there's, I, the way that at least I perceive it is like, what you're trying to do is like, draw on a very similar steady line of who some is and like, yeah. and trying to make that uh, relevant through all the series of posts and content in a way that like, you know, yeah. while the pictures change, the yeah. fabric of it doesn't change.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think, like, stepping into the new new calendar year, it's, like, taking on, you know, what we post on social media. It's, like, not being afraid to being, like, you know, there are people behind this company and this is how, like, we're changing and how we've grown. And, like, there are, like, stories that we have told, but um, there are better ways to tell that story, too. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah. Yeah, And
0: I I think that's the fun part about it. There's a Mm -hmm. book um, called from good to great um, by the author, Jim Collins. And he, I'm going to, you quoted Taylor Swift last week. And I'm going to quote Jim (laughs) Collins, as I said, I was going to, but like he said that um, being good is the enemy of being great. And that always really stuck with me because I feel like in our world and especially in Summit's world, like specifically, it's really easy to do good things. Yeah. And like, but to, but it's very easy to become complacent and accept the fact that you're a good company or you create good content or you do things like, but if you really want to be great, which is you talked about, like, to create a brand that's generationally relevant that like can yeah. last. And it's not just like we're building something for, you know, people that were born between 2000 and 2004, because
2: right. then
0: you in not adapting. Like, yeah. we're not a fad. You know, we're not blockbuster. We're trying to be a brand that adapts. And I think that yeah. is the hard thing is like, it's not like, oh, shit we are failing we need to evolve it is like we are going along and we need to continue to find a better way to do this
1: right yeah and I think like there's that other element is we continue to be part of people's lives like daily rituals and everything like that and so um, I think it's just like an extension of like being part of their lives, mm-hmm. you know, like they go and get their coffee, like some coffee in the morning and then later on they scroll and see, you know, we're going to outdoor retailer and why that makes sense. Yeah, so it's like, it's just like being a continuation. I like to think of it as like just being like their friend, you know, it's like you yeah. can in, in contact and it's just like the friends that you follow on social media. Like you see like, Oh, they, their kid had, you know, a ballet recital or something like, you're just always like, get a glimpse of their life. And that's how yeah. I feel like with Summit, you know, and the, how we want to approach marketing is like, it's like, Hey, we want you to be part of our life. And we're going to share that. And, you know, we hope that you like, want
0: to be our best friend too. Right. I mean, right. And you have to, if you look at any industry and anything in life, like Mm -hmm. you have to like fashion, it has to adapt and evolve and music has to adapt and evolve. Like if you're still out there putting out the same albums in 2022, that you were in 2012, like the audience has shifted. If you're putting it on CD and it's the same kind of music, like it's not going to work. And I, and it's interesting when it comes to like retail, like, Mm-hmm. That's where nostalgia comes in. I feel like nostalgia sometimes is the enemy of adaptability because
2: yeah.
0: I think people are like, but I loved and You know, people feel this way about musical artists like, oh, I loved it when, you know, Taylor Swift was country and now she's pop. And it's like,
2: yeah. it's
0: like, okay, well, then listen to her country yeah. albums. And I'm like, <laughs> right. It's like, yeah.
2: Right.
0: And, uh, and I think, um, I think for me, and, you know, I could go on forever, but I, I wrap it up like, I think appreciating,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, creativity there's yeah. a word you mentioned and like and sort of freedom of uh change and choice mm-hmm. it's like we're you know i think hopefully you know you look at a brand like summit and you're like those people are always innovating and iterating and mm-hmm. trying to find ways to do things and like you said we're going to do things that don't work yeah and like hopefully we adapt from those just as quickly as we adapted into them and yeah um but i think ultimately it's like it's It'd be pretty boring. And I, the last thing I want to be in life is boring. Like, I don't want to live a boring life. I don't want to be a boring person. I don't want to run a company that's boring and employ people who are bored. Yeah. Like that's the last thing that I want to do. Like, and yeah. so like, if that is, if that is true, then you need to find ways to not be boring.
1: Yeah, exactly. And yeah. And then recognizing like the world around you and again, like seeing how the communities are adapting and changing and being like, yeah, like we're not going to stay behind and assume like there's not a pandemic.
0: (laughs) I also think, I also think it helps move. I think it helps move people along, like our customers and our communities and our employees. Like, yeah, I think by like pushing people, you force people to be on their toes and to also Mm -hmm. grow and develop. And like, yeah, like if you work for someone, it's going to be really hard to get into like a really comfortable routine. And like, yeah, You know, I, I think I'm pretty unapologetic that that's how we run the company. And if you are someone that needs,
2: mm-hmm. you want
0: to be in the same job for 30 years and nothing changes, like summit is not a good place for you to be. And like,
2: right. but yeah. I,
0: I, you know, I think that we just like got to, you know, Keep people on their toes is you know. We need
1: to stop, uh, start dropping like Easter eggs, like Taylor Swift.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would love it. You should start like, <laughs> like like when you start thinking about what we're doing next. it's Yeah, like,
1: like our new like spring seasonal menu. We'll just start dropping Easter eggs.
0: <laughs> great for the summer menu too. Like yeah. hidden like hidden in the spring menu should be the summer menu. Like, yeah. <laughs> like if you like if you like a crossword like, puzzle right. like. No, right. Or you like hold a blacklight over it and the summer menu is <laughs> right under it or something. Exactly. <laughs> um, great. Any other uh, any other big things on your mind this week? Anything in the news that's got you excited?
1: I mean, I think we're looking forward agree. to that outdoor retailer quickly approaching. <laughs> yeah.
0: What the heck? I was talking to somebody. I was like, yeah, we're going to be there in 10 days.
1: I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is, I mean, we talked about this yesterday. It's exciting. Like the weeks leading up to it. I think like all of us are like, Oh, wow. Actually it's a lot sooner than we thought, <laughs> yeah. but I'm excited. One, I'm excited to see if it's going to snow while we're there.
0: <laughs> I, I think one of the reasons it gets, it feels that way is because we're also doing so much when we went to OR two years ago for the first time and it was you and me and Dora and Andrew and Yasmin. It was funny. All five of us are still here, but like, that was such a big deal that like, and now it's like, Oh yeah. OR is coming up. And to me, that's like, (laughs) it's because it's not like, it can't be all we think about for three months.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, But Courtney and Dol Walter is coming with us. Yeah that's gonna be a lot um, of fun too yeah
0: i'm excited to run with her on um thursday morning and yeah um, have some fun in the snow it's gonna snow here this weekend i think
1: i know i'm so excited
0: <laughs> we got we got sleds yesterday we're ready for it yeah uh,
1: that's all awesome.
0: right the- theoretically our quarantine ends on saturday and so that will be like i think it's day 14 or something that we've been uh here and so
2: um
0: assuming that nobody else gets COVID in my life, then
1: I'll
0: be on the sledding hills on Sunday.
1: Sweet. Awesome. Content.
0: Um, (laughs) All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. And we will see you back here next week with the Find Your Summit podcast, formerly known as Your Morning Coffee.
1: (laughs) Bye.